that sounds good. I was trying to see if there was any just extra news anywhere, but I don't really Splatoon see comes out next week. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Are you lying to me? It does no. not. Next Friday, if it comes right? out next week, I'm going to lose my mind. It does not. Oh, my God, it does. <laughs> what? What in the world? <laughs> well, I can't get Xenoblade now. I thought Splatoon 3 came out at the end of September. <laughs> but it comes out at the beginning. Correct. What? <laughs> You're making Duster mad. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Arcade Cozy. Cozy's Game Room on the Internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And... Ba-ba-da-ba. Splatoon 3 comes out next week. Corey. It does, yes. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, 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 you did. Corey, uh, pre-show, um, I'll probably just splice it in so that you can you can hear it in real time. But Corby, yeah, Corey, right. Corey pre-show just dropped the bomb on me that Splatoon 3 actually comes out next week and not in like a few weeks like I thought because time is a thing that exists and I was not aware of it. I'm to- I told you, man, you sold me on it. I'm like keeping an eye on that release date. Like, you know what? I- I'm picking that up. That- it's happening. I have... <sighs> I barely ever know what day it is anymore. I am. That's fair. You live a very so life. I, I'm just, I feel like it, like it is, I, I have no in between. It is either like my job is so slow and there is nothing going on or my job is very busy. My personal life doing house stuff is very busy. I've also recently taken on like, some side hustle stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I'm working with actual clients now and that's busy. And yeah. like, then I do this podcast with you and then the like that anchors you to reality. I, it's the only thing that I have that gives me consistency. Um, yeah. Some, some days it's just like, it's, it was another day and, and then I went to bed and yeah. it was cloudy. Yeah. Maybe. Um, maybe. but yeah, Corey, it's exciting. Um, yeah, how's your week been? It's been a good week, you know. Uh, played some games, finished uh, Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, um, so did I. And uh, I have to say, what? Um, before we get into Cult of the Lamb, I had a good week. Yeah, yeah it's been a little busy. Uh, I have a That's long good. weekend coming up. We're gonna go see my wife's family. Oh, yeah. We're going to the beach. It's gonna be very nice. Um, and yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, how's your week been? Outside of not too bad, a lot of busyness, as I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, like vibe of it being generally positive. Um, I went to my acu- acupuncturist today, and he nice. went to town on my neck because um, yeah, my neck's been kind of bothering me because of like combination stress and I think some of the heat and also I have like a 30 something pound daughter who wants to be carried all over the place so it's It's like it's just yeah it's been all up in me and he took some big old needles and just stabbed them in my neck and I feel better I won't lie to you it sounds awful um but I'm glad it works for you 
It is, it depends on, so he has done treatments where I have literally felt nothing. Like he has stuck a needle in like my ear or something. And I like didn't even know it happened. And it's just sitting in my, like he'll do it. Well, so it's, it's a very, it's a difference. So like the acupuncture side of things, I've never, I've only done a little bit here and there and acupuncture as I know it is done with like really tiny, thin needles. And so like in those cases, he would stick it on like my earlobe and it would be something for like, you know, reducing stress or something like that. And it would be like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And he would walk away and go, you know, step out of the room for a second and 15 minutes would pass. And I'd accidentally like brush my hair and discover that there were needles sticking out of my ear and who, who even knew. Um, but the other side of it, whenever it comes to like muscle stuff, um, not to, I mean, we're, we're going to just take a left turn for a second. Everybody. That's fine, man. Um, I'm in for the ride. (laughs) The, um, the muscle side of things though, is like a thing called dry needling. And it's like a Western approach to acupuncture where basically you take bigger needles and instead of doing the kind of like more metaphysical, like I'm going to hit these like points and stuff and kind of release these, like these emotional like chokeholds. He's literally just taking a big needle, shoving it into a muscle knot and then just like shaking, like breaking it up or like, or sticking some electricity into it and then just <laughs> letting your muscle yeah, like break itself. Up. Um, so he's done a little bit, depending on like what I'm there for. Um, he's done a little bit of both. The worst has been like whenever he's worked on my like hip, my back, mm-hmm. my lower back and hip where he'll take like a five inch needle and shove it into my hip joint and just like <laughs> try to, um, I mean, it feels great after, yeah, I pay him and I feel amazing okay. afterward. Okay. Um, but in the moment, yeah, it's not, it's not great. Wow. Um, as long as you enjoy so, it. So yeah, That's what um, everybody, uh, call your local acupuncturist, um, see if they take walk-ins. Um, it is lovely. Um, but it's, yeah, I say all that to say, um, my neck feels better. Good. Um, it's nice to get a little tune up here and there whenever things are stressful. But, um, yeah, Corey, I, I also, I think I said it. I also finished God or <laughs> also finished Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. I started God of War. Me too. I was say. Yeah. Look 2018s. Uh, dad, dad adventure, um, which we can get into in a little bit. Boy, um, boy, <laughs> um, it's been uh, it's been fun getting back into it. Um, yeah. but yeah, Corey, you uh, I guess we can we can dive right in. Um, Let's tell me about uh, how do you enjoy the end of Cult of the Lamb? did a lot actually um i think by the end i kind of got on the same page as you as like the combat did get a little repetitive um just bigger enemies and Mm -hmm. just bigger slower weapons most of the time um but i will say i found the ending like the well not the ending like the final fight like a rewarding one i feel like 
the first mm-hmm. time in a while I played a game where it's like my skills that I've learned and like how I like, you know, managed my character, like the build, like come to fruition yeah. in a very like tough but fair fight, if that makes sense. It didn't feel yeah. like there's any yeah. gimmicks to it, no like like big turns out of left field, how a lot of games have done. Like it's here's everything you've learned. Now you gotta just do it really, really well. Because I feel like yeah. most of the game, you can kind of brute force your way through a lot of boss fights, um, especially picking up like the sacrifice of follower to like come back to life with some health. I think allows yeah. you to kind yeah. of just, you know, push through it. And while this fight was like, no, you have to actually learn the patterns and like not get hit because it's a longer boss fight. It's a four phase boss fight yeah yeah um yeah. and it felt like really rewarding it was the first time i died like multiple times to a boss and i like, had to start over several times in the game which i think kind of speaks to a little bit of its ease throughout but i never mm-hmm. felt like i was getting like the short end of the stick during it yeah so yeah. i really really dug it yeah good deal you it's funny because i like kind of took the opposite trajectory where it was like the last little bit, the, the combat eased up significantly. Like for whatever reason, the first, like, because the games, like the premise is pretty simple for anybody Mm -hmm. that doesn't know, like you're, you're going through and it's like, okay, you have to, there are these four, you know, heretics. What are the, heretics yeah i mean like these bishops of this other cult and you have to go into their area and take them down so it's basically four like Mm -hmm. worlds and stuff that you're kind of going through and the first two of them were like i mean i felt like i was struggling constantly like even going into the third one like i just felt like i was i felt like by the time i made it to a boss i had like a heart left or half a heart left. Like I felt like I was struggling and then I breezed through the fourth area, the final boss one shotted did not die, just went at it. And it was like, I felt like I found my groove like in the, (laughs) the latter half where it was like, okay, now I get it. Now I know what I'm doing. Um, uh, for whatever reason, and wow. um, yeah, opposite for me. yeah, but um, no, I mean, I think it was it was very like we've talked about it, you know, over the last couple of weeks. So like the the overall themes and stuff have kind of been on display. But yeah, I mean, it, I think it still is something where like going through the whole thing. I think there was a really satisfying arc of like of the story it was trying to tell like, and your Mm -hmm. own, you know, not to give too much away, but this whole, like the arc of not even just religion, but just like an obsession with something, whether it is like something you're collecting or your own relationship with money or like all of these kind of things, like this whole arc felt very complete and like Mm -hmm. complex, like not superficial, not very, like it didn't feel like this, very like cartoony approach to telling the story. It was like, Oh, like I'm seeing, I am actively acting out what feels like the 
trajectory of something like this. Somebody who's going through like a transformation in religion or, you know, whatever this kind of stuff is. And it was like, it was very interesting just because like, I felt very invested in the story that it was telling and the way that you were like feeling is this cult leader. And I don't know. I think it's like it, overall kind of took me by surprise because I think whenever it was first announced, I was like, oh, that looks cool and, you know, I'll play a roguelike game. But the fact that it came through and actually turned out to be like a really interesting, satisfying kind of like Mm -hmm. story and experience, like I think kind of like surprised me overall. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm in the same boat of where uh, I think especially the game lets you kind of craft your own story. Like there's the main like through line, but it's like, how do you want to, what kind of leader do you want to be? Like what kind of, how do you want things to go about? And you have kind of the choice to be yeah, extremely cruel or be like a good leader with still like bad, like intentions, I guess is the best mm-hmm. way to put it. Like you're still trying to, put your followers in a good place, but ultimately at the end of the day, like you are still like manipulating them, I think. But yep. it was the game constantly lets you like craft your own through line. And it's sound and from my impression, you have like three different endings you could have gone with as well. Um or three different like sorta endings. And I found it yeah. Yeah. a like good form of storytelling like all together, like here's the message we're trying to convey. And it's like up to you how you're interpreting it and how you're wanting it to like, how do you want to like sit with it at the end? Do you want to be like, you sit down remembered like as like a harsh, like cult dictator, or do you want to like be feel like you've left like the place in a better spot than you found it? Um, and it was good. It was still like such an odd experience. I think, especially having like, left the church recently and not like recently but within like the last like two years and it's just kind of like oh okay bringing up a lot of feelings you know trying to craft it in a way that would have made me feel better and it's just not possible but um within like the context of this game still yeah um very good game i believe it probably at like a seven and a half out of ten but like it scores Mm -hmm. that and everything it did so oh yeah yeah. Good. yeah um totally agree and on the on the flip side of that i actually completely forgot about this which kind of like it says a little something but i also finished live alive um oh, this wow. week too Gee, um that's a, that's yeah quick i finished live alive um uh it, it had been like i'd kind of been plucking away in certain areas and then just kind of like would hit a point and kind of like run through a few chapters and then would kind of stall out. And then, um, but I finished it up and largely, I mean, I've go back a few episodes if you want to hear like kind of more complete thoughts about, you know, live alive, but, um, large, I mean, largely, I think I was like ultimately kind of disappointed in the whole, the entire experience of things. Um, like it, it still remains. I think if you were like a, jrpg fan and a fan of just like that old snes era of like what where this came out of i think it's i think it is a very compelling and interesting experience because i think there are a lot of really neat stories and a lot of you know um 
really cool stuff that they're doing here. But I think it just felt like to me felt very like uneven and kind of disparate in some of the like the big thing for me was like the combat, like the combat Mm -hmm. really didn't feel like much of anything. It felt like kind of a vehicle to, to just have something to do. And it was, and it kind of was set up to be this very like strategic thing. You're on a grid, you're doing like, you're moving around and and, like positioning seems like it should be a thing. But most of the time it was just like, what's your strongest attack? Just do Mm -hmm. that attack. And then you'll, you'll win. And that's fine. And it wasn't until like the final chapter is more combat heavy and actually leans into like, um, more strategy party composition and like strategy and things like that. And so there's, there's, it starts to kind of show through there. And there were parts where I was like, okay, I can actually kind of enjoy the combat here, but it was like, it, that was 20 hours in like at that point that I was feeling like I was actually like enjoying the combat was in the last couple of hours and at no point kind of in the lead up before that. And so like, and also too, like, you know, it's a, the ending felt a little like not super satisfying. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things where it's like each of the little stories the the part of live alive that is the most impressive and interesting are the like the genre bends and the individual stories that it's telling like okay. the combat through most of it's not super wonderful but you know the fact that you're you can play a chapter that is basically jrpg version of alien the movie yep. is kind of neat the fact that there's like an entire chapter that's kind of like a dishonored or hitman jrpg is kind of cool like you know the fact that there are these like really just neat things that they're doing to imagine that like oh they did this 25 years ago that's super cool like who would have even thought that they were thinking of this kind of stuff back then um that's the neat part of it the overall like kind of arc of the story and everything and like um some of these systems, I feel like it's, I feel like it's kind of the opposite of what you usually see in a JRPG where it's like the big culmination at the end and the combat and all that kind of stuff. That's the stuff that's really getting you. And that wasn't really the thing for me. Um, but yeah, I mean like I don't have anything like, and I think it's one of those things. Like I'm not coming away from being like, yeah, it wasn't great. I didn't like live alive. Like you shouldn't, shouldn't play it. I think, I think if you're interested in, the history of JRPGs and that just, and like really neat stuff. I think it's, I think it's really worth playing. It just is like one of those things where like I came away being like, maybe I wasn't hot as hot on it as the general population, but like, I'm glad that I still played it and I'm glad that things like this exist. And I hope they continue to pull, even if they're not always for me, like I hope they continue to pull old obscure, you know, JRPGs and Japanese games that never were localized over here, you know, like Mother Three or Isn't there's Mother the coming to Switch. Am I making that up? No, no, Corey, you don't understand. 
Um, I do understand, but (laughs) (laughs) no mother. I mean, that's been the big thing for the longest time is that mother three is like this. It's never been brought over to the U S properly. And there's always like, it was earthbound that came to switch. Wasn't it earthbound? Yeah. Earthbound is on the SNES like, thing the virtual console equivalent thing of SNES. earthbound um, like it's like earthbound something mother three isn't that how it goes no so earthbound is technically mother two so there's a mother okay. there's mother and then earthbound is mother two but it's earthbound i think and the, yeah and then there's mother three which came out on um gba Back in the day. Um, And then just never. And that's where like, if you're familiar with Lucas from Smash Brothers, he's the main character of of Mother 3. Um, (laughs) The more you truly did not know. Yeah. Now you can, and I've heard like plenty of people have done this, like you can get a um, fan translated like GBA cartridge yeah. on Etsy for like 20 bucks and people play through it that way, which okay. honestly, like I would consider doing. Um, but yeah, stuff like that, like old Jer, like old games like that, that just haven't really made it over here. Like, I think I'm all about them just doing that. I think that's great. Um, so yeah, I agree. You want to know yeah. uh, another set of games that are all of a sudden re-releasing again? Um, I know you do. What? Uh, the Sly Cooper series is I making saw its it. way to the PS Extra Premium, whatever they call it. Really, they just need to find like a common name for it. Um, they do. They really yeah. do. Thoughts on, well, it's not only the Sly Trilogy, it's the also Thieves in Time, the four. Um, yeah. The like late, late uh, sequel. And there's also a there's also a Bentley like mini game mm-hmm. thing yep. I think that's coming out too. Um, yeah, I I mean I I'm pretty gassed about it. Hap, yeah, I'm excited about it. I would. So the only Sly Cooper that I've actually never finished was three. Um, really. Yeah, I mean, I've played most of three, okay. but I, I've never rolled credits on three. Like, I'm, yeah. And so, like, even whenever I played the collection, like, I played and platinumed one and two and started three and then just never finished it. <laughs> and so, like, um, that would be the big thing for me. Like, I don't, like, I've played through and seen everything in Sly Cooper one and, and Sly Cooper two, like, to an extent, like I've, I've played through those games pretty like relentlessly. So I'm, I'm a little less excited to see Sly one and two. Um, but I, I'm excited to play three. Um, I love two. Oh, I love two. Um, I two is the sorry. best. My, Your cat is having cat. a great time. Jeez. <sighs> Fighting for your life. Um, no, I love Sly 2. I just, you know, I, I would be most interested in like picking up Sly 3 and actually finishing that. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't I don't take it as a sign to any sort of extent, but I just I'm glad that Sly Cooper continues to kind of at least be relevant, Same. supported. Same. So that there is like, if nothing else, there it a generation does not 
go without Sly Cooper in their life. I agree. I, I'm all about it. The only one I haven't played is four, like at all. Oh, really? Yeah. I, beat all I, uh, I also played and platinumed four. That doesn't I surprise me a lot. In the slightest. Yeah. Um, four, four was really good. Like, I, I don't know what the consensus was. Like, I remember when it came out, I was like, oh, I'm going to play four. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't care who, what people say about it. I'm going to play four, but like, yeah, the really neat thing with four, I thought was that cause they bring in like other ancestors and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean like that's the big gimmick is you're playing as these other ancestors and it's kind of neat. Like having, cause they're all unique, you know, one's mm-hmm. like a cowboy and has guns and one's like a knight and likes to joust and one, yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, but no, I mean, it, plus it looks cool. Like I, if yep. I remember correctly, like the art for it was and, really neat. Um, um, clips of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's good stuff, Corey. I Agreed. like that it's coming back. I agree. I'm just like, okay, y'all keep doing this. Bring back a OG Ratchet trilogy and just, yeah. you know, keep going from there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They, they have, too good a catalog to not just facts bring it yeah but yeah um they also what else did they announce because they announced that was coming but then there's a couple other things but that was the else, big, really that was the big thing yeah um, i remember reading over it and i wasn't there was like assassin's creed origins i think one of the far cries um watchdogs 2 um, oh yeah um there's like another couple of things I can't remember, but for me, the slide was what stood out to me. Um, yeah, 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 it'll be a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. speaking, I mean, I know that we kind of slotted this for later, Corey, but speaking of uh, re releases, and uh, how do you, how do you, how are, how excited are you, scale of 10 to 10, for The Last of Us Part One coming out? Um, Two out of ten. That's not allowed. Uh, um, it was not the scale. W- wait, what was the scale? <laughs> ten to ten. Oh, ten Corey, to ten. Sorry, um, there is one right answer, and you were wrong. Um, I don't know about that now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. So, The Last of Us Part One, which is a remake of The Last of Us. You also might know it as The Last of Us Remastered, um, or the prequel sequel to. Uh, the last of us part two um it uh reviews dropped for it and there's i mean they are super hot on it it's very much like they're also this is lower than the original are they well i mean you you can't fault it for that but no i mean i don't know like i I don't want to talk about it a ton a ton because it feels like like poo-pooing on something that's largely i mean in most cases positive like if you have never played the last of us before this is the best way to play it if the last of us is your favorite game you now have a better way of playing it if you've never been able to play the last of us because of accessibility issues things like that you finally have the option to there are a lot of big positives about the fact that it exists but it's still i don't know i still cannot come away from the fact that i'm just like I so wish that Naughty Dog had been working on something else that yep. was not this. I agree. And 
And I think that that's my big takeaway from it too is like, and it's also like, I don't know if it's just because like fiction, fiction always reflects our time to some extent. Like, yeah. And I understand like there, like there's, there's plenty of great, there's plenty of wonderful, like, dark fiction. And I like, I love the last of us. I think it's a wonderful game and experience and all, but it's like, I, I have no interest in going back to like in a, an incredibly oppressive Mm -hmm. experience like that anytime soon. Like, you know, the last of us part two, I was, I was in the camp where like, I loved the last of us part two, but I couldn't revisit it. It's, I mean, anytime soon, like I would have to basically forget. And then also like be in the happiest stage of my life to be even like somewhat sane going through that properly. And I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. I think part of it, I think is the time in my life thing. Like I just want to, I want to sit back and I want to watch like YouTube builds of keyboards and desk tours and Schitt's Creek and just like i i don't want to play like really sad stuff and watch breaking bad again and <laughs> that's okay, just kind well. of where my head is <laughs> Fair, well yeah. i mean i like but again it comes from the same place it's just no, I, like I get it and not everybody's the same and and i think that that's the hard thing it's just like for me it comes from like knowing that naughty dog has made things like jack and daxter mm-hmm. which is you know very bright and very like has a lot of like personality and a lot of like whimsy and fantasy and then something like uncharted, which is more grounded, but still has a lot of fun and levity in it. Like I would have liked to see some of that come back instead of just the last of us again, the same story that is sad. And I don't necessarily want to see it again. Um, so yeah, I don't know. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's, I, I struggle with it mainly because it just, and I think I've said it before in the past, it just feels like a big promotional slash cash grab um, for the game with the show coming out. And I think in like early 2023 is what like mm-hmm. they're suggesting. And, you know, I, I mean, I'll be honest, I have um, decent intentions of replaying the game before the show comes out just to be like, okay, like, how's it match up? Like, I'm not going to be the guy who's like, Oh, because they did, they didn't do X in the show. Now it's not a faithful like adaptation for it. It's more of just a, I want to see the story again, see how it plays out differently. Like things have to be changed. That's fine. Uh, just to see it. But do I really want to go and spend $70 on the exact game that I own at the moment with better graphics? Sure and accessibility features and the answer is no um, i think it's great that there's accessibility features in there now people can play it um but it now it's behind a big like paywall for a game that used to be 40 dollars um, when it initially like dropped on ps3 was was it 50 at the time i don't i can't remember what the pricing was um, probably probably 60 i would assume 
60 was maybe. PS4 era. Uh, and it was, I think, I, mean, I, PS... I think games in that era were 60, think, weren't they? I think PS3 was the 50 mark. Um, I can't remember exactly. Um, might have been in the 40s, but it came out late PS3. So, um, but still, it's one of those things of like, I just, there's no reason for me to pick it up um, because I have the game right now, you know? Like, yeah. like I have the game that I can play. If for those who haven't been able to play it or who have never played it, this does seem like the best way to start. But also, it's free if you have the PS Plus like subscription. Uh, the remastered version is. And so from what I've seen in the reviews, you're not really missing a ton either. Um, and as I say all this is like The Last of Us is one of my favorite games ever, like easily falls in my top three and it's not three um, kind of a thing. But yeah. I, I just don't see the, it, it just doesn't feel right. I think also another part of me looks at it like, you outsourced to this project. Like when it was originally announced, well, not announced, but like leaked, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago, it was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was Blue Point, but some studio was working on it and then they pulled it back in house. And that's one of those things of like, why? You like factions could have been out so much earlier. You could have been working on something else, but you feel like you had to have your hands on it. And there's, yeah. again, no real change to it. It's a, a beat for beat um, retelling of the story. It's exactly what it is, just better graphics. So it yeah. was one of those things of like, what are you doing, Naughty Dog? Like, I don't really get it. I mean, I do get it. They want to be a dramatic, like stepping into like television show and movies, like what Sony's pushing to do. And that's the games that they're making. And this is their best one. But it's like, just do what you've been doing best for like, two decades now and that's making great video games like just keep doing that instead of yeah trying to like keep the past alive yeah um so i don't know i mean i'm like the the 70 dollar price tag doesn't bother me too much i mean just given the fact that like it's i mean it's worth it in that sense like if as a just a standalone as a thing it's worth $70 it's just like you know again it's like like you said like what uh what else is going on there like for all we know i mean in 6 months like once last of us is launched on television and they're kind of past that marketing kind of push. Maybe they announce like, Hey, we've been working on these four other things. And like, here's so. this stuff. Like, I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not very excited about it. Um, if, if, and when I decide to play the last of us again at some point, like, sure, this will be the version that I pick up and I'll be like, I'll, even though I own it multiple different ways and can get it for free, I'll end up buying this one and who knows? It might play be free by then. It could be free by then. Um, but yeah, also cursory research, Corey, um, Ooh, PS one games were $40 originally. Yep. PS two games, $50 PS three games, $60 PS four games, $60. PS5 games, $70. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. Where are you? But also what was, so PS1, sorry, we're going to do some, you you enjoy this, Corey, because you're okay. a math man. You're a money man. $40. 
in 1997 was what? It was $73. So wow. PS, yeah, PS1 games were effectively the same cost of PS5 games when they were, uh, when they were out. Look yeah. at that. The more you know. Inflation. Oof. Yeah, it's du- boy. It's a doozy. <laughs> yeah. $40 um, doesn't go the same length that it did before. Nope. Nope. Um, yeah. But yeah, Corey. Um, what else we got? What I else mean, were we speaking of gonna PlayStation titles? We've been both playing God of War, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I was feeling like once we wrapped that up, like I couldn't Which even is, remember what we were talking about. But yeah. Um yeah, we've been playing so I started I started playing God of War because mm-hmm. I didn't quite want to make the jump into Xenoblade 3. You started playing God of War because you were copying me. And I mean a little. <laughs> I'll be real. Yeah. Um no, I yeah, I mean I've with everything coming out, like I was even just looking at a list of like some of the highest, like most anticipated stuff. I mentioned it at the top. Splatoon yeah. 3, September 9th. Sure. Diofield Chronicle, September 20th. Um, are you hot on Diofield Chronicle? I don't Gordon? know what that was. Really? Um, it is a new Square Enix tactical RPG that has been compared to Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, Wait, no, I didn't know about this. Never mind. What am I saying? Yeah. Um, but it's like the war thing and it's yeah. supposed to be more kind of like, it's supposed to be more like reactive and less like grid based RPG. Yeah. Looks kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, Valkyrie Elysium comes out September 29th. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sparks of Hope on October. October 20th, Gotham Knights, Bayonetta 3, Bayonetta Pokemon. 3 comes out when? Uh, October 28th. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tactics Ogre, like, let us cling together. November the 11th. Well, God of War Ragnarok. Two days after God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, bunch of stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, I figured, I was like, well, if I started on Xenoblade now, and then... Splatoon comes out and then other stuff comes out. I was like, I'm not going to replay God of War before Ragnarok or I'm going to end up putting it off for a while. So I was like, I need to play God of War now. Um, Admittedly, I am doing it in probably like the least satisfying way possible by playing a new game plus mode four years after I beat it originally. And legitimately have yeah legitimately have no clue what is happening like i mean like the story that's fine but whenever it comes to like it took me a while to get back into the combat i was like i have no idea i was like i see icons on the screen that like vaguely in my memory i attribute to like a move that i could do but Mm -hmm. i couldn't remember it I was like, I don't, I don't know how to, how to do this shield spin thing. Um, I'm getting it now. Yeah. I'm, I'm at that, like, I'm kind of, I'm jamming on it now, but yeah, it took me a little while. And that is the, I ran into that issue earlier in the year with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. whenever I was playing that mm-hmm. in preparation for Forbidden West, which I still haven't played. Um, Chris. The, <laughs> the, I played the new game plus and just like, it took because I you start the game with all of your traps yep, and your everything. skills and I, and I was like it's like I have no clue what to do here and so it's kind of the, it's kind of been the same experience yep. but um, how are you enjoying it, Corey? 
Um, see, I was going to do what you did. And when I pulled it up on PS5, I guess I didn't pull my save over. Um, okay. And so I, had, I was like, oh, I can go and find that and bring it over. Or I can just hit new game. And I did. Yeah. And um, it's very satisfying. I okay. clapped Baldur's Cheeks. Um, Good you. Uh, almost did a no hit of it. What? I, I think I got hit twice. I was just like, wait, am I good at video games? <laughs> <laughs> um, Who would have guessed? It's, uh, but no, I truly, I'm digging it. It's, it's so good. Like out the gate, it hits you with all of like the emotions. And I'm just, yep. and I can remember like the ending of the game because it's, it's such like a high moment. Like it, it crescendos at like the perfect time. The game yeah. does, and so it sits very well in my brain, and now it's starting at the beginning, years after I finished it, and I can still see that and see like the parallels from the beginning to the end. I'm just like, this game is so good. Yeah. I mean, there, it obviously got so many plaudits, and rightly so, in my opinion. Uh, it's great to be back. Um, great to like experience the journey of Kratos and boy again. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm digging it. I'm how, for, wait, what? Sorry. How far in are you? Um, not, not too far past, uh, Baldur's the initial fight. Okay. Um, okay. sorry to spoil that for anyone who hasn't played it, but the stranger is Baldur. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's been womp, six years. Womp. Where are my sounds? <laughs> wait, hold on. No, keep talking. I'm gonna Okay. Yeah, I'll keep talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna No. Why don't I have like a boo sound in here, Corey? I don't know, man. Oh, I, this needs to I be will, priority. I will say I'm a bit surprised that it's gonna be what, September first tomorrow. And yep. we don't have a ton of info on God of War Ragnarok. Um yeah. and when I say we don't have a ton of info, we that's a laugh track. Um, <laughs> sorry um, but it, it feels weird with a game essentially two months out and we i don't need to know anything but the fact that we just have the one trailer and apparently there's like an expo yep. coming out with a little bit of like stuff uh, here next week it feels so weird for like what is most likely the most anticipated sequel um in recent memory um probably after like last of us part two uh same yeah. level and we just don't know anything granted the game set it the original game set up like what the sequel will be we know it's ragnarok um yeah. so i guess they don't really need to show too much but it, it just feels a little odd i'm not complaining it's just unusual yeah, I mean, honestly, like I'm more into it. Um, it it makes it it definitely makes it feel less like a thing that is about to happen. I think largely, I mean, mm -hmm. for that reason, because like Sony is not usually known for like not blowing it out with their marketing. Like yeah. I remember being like very fed up with uncharted fours whole oh. like marketing cycle. Cause it was like a year and a half of yeah, trailers and features forever. and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, dude, like I know I want to play the game. 
just yeah. move on. Like let's, and I don't, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of that with this. Maybe there's like a concerted effort to kind of like hold some things close and not like go super hard on it. Um, maybe like by choice, they're trying to kind of rein that in. I don't know. Um, but it definitely does make it feel like it's not a thing that is two months away. Yeah. It feels like it's a game that's still like a year out. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so just, yeah, I don't know. Just like, are you going to delay it? Like, is that what's going to happen? Like, I know it's actually not going to, but it kind of feels like that's what like you're trying to do. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. God of War. Great game. Who would have thought? It's good. Yeah. 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 I'm, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's nice kind of getting my head wrapped around some of those, uh, some of those things again. Um, and some of the story beats and stuff. I think it's, it's been, Fun. Yeah. I am almost to the dragon fight oh, for okay. people who have who have played. Like I'm kind of so I'm just steamrolling along. About a third of the way, I would say. Yeah, something like that. Um so yeah. Dragon I'm planning on Yeah. I'm planning on I've basically I've been like, oh, I'm gonna steamroll my way through this and like because I I did a lot, like I did the Valkyries and all of the Muspelheim and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff on my like original playthrough. I'm gonna pop over onto that once I finish up with the story and everything, and go back and clean up some other stuff that I missed. Um, so that's the plan. Is like not really focusing on that right now. Not trying to draw it out and just like look up guides and do all this kind of stuff. Just go through it, yep. pure playthrough, and then. Yep come back and clean stuff up. Um, but yeah, Corey, uh, what else we got? You've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles three. Yes. The yes. I shortest have. game of the year. Yeah, thus far. Unlike you, I was like, you know what? I can do both. I'm yeah, built you can. like that. I, <laughs> um, but yeah, I have been playing Xenoblade Chronicles three, my first Xenoblade game. Um, I think Big emphasis on the think. I'm now out of the prologue. Not sure. About six hours in. Um, yeah. So just uh, I'm trying to think how this is such a like unfamiliar franchise for me. I didn't know yep. what I was getting myself into. I've just heard a lot of like really, really good reviews on it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going in blind. And boy, did I. Um, <laughs> it, it, I was not prepared for the uh, like Yakuza level like cutscene length of like uh-huh. I'm I'm just setting my controller down because this is like a 15 minute cutscene. Um, and I'm a, I like cutscenes. I'm a big cutscene guy. I was just not ready yeah. for it. Um, but uh, it's very it is very old school in its um yeah. cutscene sensibility because that I mean those old like Final Fantasy trailers or the old yeah. cutscenes and stuff. I remember being like that was the that w- those were the movies. Yes. Um, okay. So let, let's get my thoughts in order. Um, combat yep. isn't what I thought it was, or I didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't yep. this like auto fight where you're popping different like special moves and there's like ways to fill up like your special move gauge faster and so on and so forth. And it, I still don't know if it's clicked for me, honestly, uh-huh. mainly because it just, feeds the combat system in so slow like at a snail's crawl pace kind of a thing like 
by the time I finished the prologue, I was like, oh, now you can switch to other characters and use their moves as well. I'm just like, that's stupid. Why haven't I been able to do that from the beginning? Like, I've died several times because my healer won't heal me. And now I can use my healer. Um, So it was just one of those things where, and it still is where I'm now, okay, you taught me the combat. Now I have to relearn how to do the combat with six party members because you have six party members on the field with you at all times. I'm just like, this is chaos. Um, Yeah. And so I, I think it could, that could have been done different. And I don't know if it'll ever click for me, but what really is clicking for me is the characters and the story. Um, big time. Like I'm in love with them already. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I don't know how much, you know, I'm going to keep this very spoiler free, but like the premise of Xenoblade three is like, there's two warring factions. Um, this war has been going on for, an uh, indescribable amount of time, it seems like, like hundreds, maybe thousands of years. I'm not sure. Um, the game hasn't answered that question yet. I'm sure it does at some point. But essentially, like, the soldiers are, like, pod-born and live for 10 years, and it's like you fight for 10 years, and if you make it all the way, you get, um, like, uh, like, a ceremony and, like, an off-seeing um, and essentially, like, your energy matters, like, given back to the queen. And that's, like, what everyone, like, grows up believing, living for, and striving for. And, yeah. like, the culminating event at the end of the prologue is the characters come across a guy who's, like, 60. And they're, like, you're wrinkly. Like, WTF. What, <laughs> you know, what are you? Kind of a thing. Like, what's happening here? Um, and then there's the warring factions three as well. And he's like, there's so much more, like, you don't know y'all need to find their real enemy. Um, like there's so much more to life, like for you than these 10 years, like go find X and like you you can like have your like questions answered kind of a thing. And it's one of those things where just playing it and seeing the characters like specifically the main character noah is like kind of like from the beginning you can tell it's like questioning things but like the others around him are like so loyal but like to have this like bomb dropped on them like their world like changes and i appreciate that they take different approaches to all of it like one guy's like no we still have to go back to the colony like they're waiting for us like we gotta get back to our mission uh main characters noah's like i don't know what just happened like i'm completely yeah. like my, my world is altered like i guess we go back but like something's wrong here the other one's sitting here like um uh, that was weird i'm not gonna say a ton kind of processing kind of a thing and it it feels yeah. these characters like have full flesh personalities out the gate like they've known each other for their whole lives it's like a family that's now having to like change its entire belief system and like very quickly and i don't know i'm just like in love with them there's like the whole other set of characters that are now your full party that you're just now kind of getting to learn and meet i think there's gonna be a lot of dynamic there and i'm just the heart behind the story is just amazing and to see them like there is more to live for than just this constant like fighting and war like they're like we can have a life but now we have to like figure out what that even means for us yeah um i'm in 
a couple of yeah. negatives i think um it is pushing like the switches like hardware like a mm-hmm. ton i'm sitting here like the switch is like not outdated because i think things yeah. still run like plenty fine on it um but it's like I think it's nearing the end of its lifespan where like Nintendo has to, like, I know they re- they released the OLED, but like, I really think they need to bump out like the switch pro or switch Two because this game is pushing it. Um, hasn't, haven't had any like game breaking things, but I can just tell with like how the world loads in the frame rates that it's, it's on the struggle bus just a little bit. Yeah. Well, and by comparison, I mean, obviously, like, Nintendo is not, um, like, a mega, has never, like, touted themselves as being, like, mega powerhouses. Um, But by comparison, I mean, they're at the life stage that, like, the PS4 was in early 2019, effectively, which was, you know, when, like, it, I mean, I, played on a base. I played last of us part two on a base PS4 and it did fine. Like there were, there were no issues there, but like 2019 was also when control came out. And despite loving control, it played like complete ass on (laughs) base PS4. And, um, yeah, I mean like it's, it is getting to that point where it's just, you know, it's, it's a natural thing that it's going to, butt heads and mm. hit some of those points and um but i mean that's been the that's been the consistent kind of thing has been like xenoblade 3 like the the story is very compelling the characters and their motivations are very compelling um and like and that's really because like you know i i didn't like super jive with the first two Xenoblade games and like Mm -hmm. just even the premise of Xenoblade three, like is interesting to me and I'm interested in just kind of like seeing everything progress and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And so like, you know, I'm excited to play for those reasons and like, and it is one of the, like it's one of the positives and negatives simultaneously of like JRPGs and especially with Xenoblade is like combat can like i mean i i didn't jive super well with like xenoblade one's combat and i can't remember too much about xenoblade twos but like you know i imagine xenoblade three like probably you're not gonna like super get a groove on the combat to like a third to a half of the way through the game just because like it's not until that point that you get all of the all of the interlocking systems and it kind of reminds me like you know, the game that always comes to mind and I know I've mentioned it before is like Final Fantasy 13. Yeah. Where it was like Final Fantasy 13 was like, you know, this, I mean, by all respects, kind of like a really legitimately kind of boring game for most of the game because it was so, it had locked you down in so many ways and was glacial about getting some of these new systems out to you. And one of the big things about the combat in that game were these like, affinity systems and it was like okay well lightning is like a tank type character and snow is like a damage dealer character Mm. and what's vanille is like a healer character and like these are these are just their roles and you get used to it and then at some point it's like oh well they can they can start kind of like unlocking 
similar ones like you know snow can now also kind of like maybe be a debuffer Mm -hmm. but then at some point it just blows it all wide up and it's like what if everybody could be anything like what if that and then it was like then you're going into these mega hard boss fights where it's like you're having to like switch their classes like you're setting up these things where it's like okay i have six preloads and like when I need to heal, I need to heal. So everybody's going to be a healer immediately. Right. Let's go. Let's do it. Now jump in. Everybody's dealing damage. Now we're all tanks. Now we're whatever. Like, and it was, it was like, it wasn't until that point in the game where I was like, oh, I really dig what's going on here. Okay. Because okay. it just took so long for it all to click in, which again can like be a real negative whenever people are putting significant amounts of time into a game that it takes that long for somebody to get like invested in it. But whenever you do, then it like really draws you in. And that's what it seems like, like looking at a lot of those systems, that was the thing that was really drawing me in on some of the pre coverage with Xenoblade three was, it was like, okay, you can switch classes. People can be different classes. You can Mm -hmm. learn the skills and plug them in from different classes. People confuse people. Like there's all this stuff. And I was like, okay, it's like, I know I've, I've been on this ride before and I know it's good and I know I'm going to get really into it, yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, I mean, it legitimately probably is going to take like 20, 25 hours before you have all of those tools and before it. you actually get to start using them all. So yeah, be patient with that. I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll come around. But. I, I hope so. But it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, now I have to learn to manage the chaos. And I know as soon as I do that, they're going to pull something else in. They're just going to be learning and learning and learning for a bit. That's okay. Like, again, this is my first Xenoblade game. So I'm like, okay um, with them, like constantly bringing in new like mechanics. I just don't need it to be every five hours. Here's a new one now kind of a thing. I would yeah. Like everything that I know now, I think I would rather have just like learned out the gate and like had that been like the mastery to like the initial like fight at the end of the prologue and then kind of going from there but now it's like now i have to like learn how to fight with multiple characters even though i've had multiple characters this entire time um yeah but that's really my only complaint um outside of like not any performance issues it just kind of looks janky at times uh but yeah the story is just top notch the characters are so well written it feels very natural the world itself feels has a lot of lore and feels like a compelling thing to learn about um so i'm digging it i it definitely feels like one of those things where it's going to get it's like the hook set in like pretty early it's kind of halfway in already and i think i'm really really gonna dig it yeah yeah i'm excited about it excited to hear how that uh how that goes for you. The tran- the, the arc with me. So. And oh look at you. Gonna show it to your mommy in law? No. Be like, hey, look no. at this game. Granted, she look has at that girl to a episode of our pod, I think. Okay. Maybe two. I think just one. Uh, so who knows? Maybe she'll listen to a third. So yeah. say hey mama Blackshire. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. I mean, it probably, sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, there wasn't anything wrong with that. It's no, just, there's not. It's, I just was weird. not expecting. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I didn't tell you this, but yeah, our, um, 
with the Cult of the Lamb episode we did a couple of weeks back, we had some of our most listeners ever. So maybe she was listening to that. Heck yeah. Maybe she was listening to the, to the whole thing. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Let's do it. I've recently explained to Chris what Sue um, means. The, it's a soccer Cristiano Ronaldo thing. That's just yeah, you know, it's a fun. big meme. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey. Sometimes you got to teach me young people things. Hey, man, um, I don't know how to make a thing on my Instagram, whatever it's called. I, I looked into it and just like, oh, that's a lot. I'm just a highlight. Uh, yeah, that word. And it was just like, I'm uh, just not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's best if you don't. Probably. For everybody. Maybe. But yeah, Corey. Yeah. I. Do you have anything else? No, I uh, watched House of the Dragon uh, episode two. Uh, nowhere you? near as I didn't watch uh, episode two yet. Nowhere near as gruesome as the first one. Very good episode. Okay, like, no that's blood, positive. No that's... blood at all. I don't think a little creepy. What? Oh, gee. Okay, a little creepy. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah. Like, I'm uncomfortable. This this is unsettling. <laughs> um, and then it's like I've seen some tweet. Yeah, tweets about decisions it, so. made, and you're like, I, I guess it's better, but like not yeah. really. <laughs> Um, yeah, still, yeah. it's a very good show. It's, it's giving me what I wanted at times. So other times I'm just like, um, okay. why are we doing this? This feels unnecessary. Yeah. Lord of the Rings comes back. Oh, I'm so uh, Tomorrow. Well, here in the next tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow couple Friday. of days. I'm so, yeah, so somewhere. So freaking excited. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Yeah, I'm living my fantasy dream right now. You know, Rings of Power, we have House of the Dragon. I'm on book 12 of Wheel of Time right now. Uh, yeah. Ish is getting hot. I mean, it's called The Gathering Storm. Like, you know, stuff's happening. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's great, man. Pl- I mean, playing yeah, God of War, too. I would say Xenoblade Chronicles 3, but that's like kind of a lot of sci-fi. Um, yeah. So not yeah. quite my fantasy. Uh, finishing my D&D campaign tomorrow that I've been playing in for like over a year now. It's just, uh, it's just gets. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. It's a good time. Here you. Oh, yes. Just yes. for you. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, Corey, um, please leave. Uh, <laughs> it, it is about my bedtime. I am very tired. Um, yeah. What? Uh, where can people find you on the internet, sir? Well, they can find my pupper right outside my door. Uh, <laughs> trying to come right in. Hey, buddy. Just give me a second. I'll be back out. Um, oh, he's ready. Uh, but you can find me over on Instagram <laughs> at uh, hash slinging thrasher. Or over on Twitter at Stay Thrashy, but as always, follow our Twitter account, Arcade underscore Cozy, for all of the coziest and arcadiest gaming stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, boy. Where can they find you, Mr. Monroe? Uh, you can find me at Swiss Von Joe on Twitter, at Four Point Pixel on Instagram, and at Arcade Cozy on Instagram. You can find us there also. Um, arcadecozy at gmail.com if you want to send us an email and also leave us a review you can Please. do that on podcast places on Spotify um, you can tell your mailman uh, yeah. or your teacher or your pastor if anyone has any suggest Xenoblade Chronicles 3 suggestions for me like send them that way yeah. please yeah builds husbandos 
who are your waifus, like send her our way. We'll pull you out. See what's going on. Um, also, intro, outro music by Johnny Be Good, Johnny 89. Be good. I forget to say it sometimes, it but um, he serves as well. Yes, and he does. we love him for it. Um, but yeah, Corey, this has been Arcade Cozy. Yes. Life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be too? Sure. Ooh. Ooh.